0: gone through the firing of the bears guys, no. the dolphins guys, giants guys. Now let's get into the the thick of it. That's right. Season 2, episode 3.1. You got peanut, you got polar bear. No time to waste. Love it. Natty was yesterday Georgia Alabama, which was round 2 from the SEC championship which Bama took. Yep. Last night was a completely different story. Uh give me give me your take on the battle in uh, Lucas Oil Stadium.
1: Well, first off, I had just, it was a game after my own heart. Because, you know what, I walked in, just a little backstory, walked in the office this morning, got some football guys in the office. Um,
0: love football guys in the office. Oh,
1: God, I absolutely <laughs> love it. it makes, it's it ideal. Makes it makes life so much easier. <laughs> and a couple of the guys were like, eh, I got kind of bored. And I go, oh. are, are you? Are you sure they're football guys then? Right. Are you dense? That's what I said. <laughs> and you know what? Ooh, I'm, I'm, I got, I'm, yeah. It was blacked out there. I did. Well, right last there. night, just what totally I loved, my biggest thing was last night was the championship game that we wanted to see as fans. Mm-hmm. And some people that, like you and I, that really love football, we got to see two gladiators.
0: Oh, it's beautiful. Dude, what Just was it? Just a beautifully played game. Nine to six? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I actually had a moment of like, this is football. I
1: love that. That is funny you said that because when I saw that score and I'm sitting there and I go, this is a fucking football game right I
0: right. also, a little hot take here. I was sitting there watching the game. Like you said, you know, I was like elated that it was a great football game. Defensive battle, yes. which I wanted Georgia to come out and do because they've been so dominant all year. But I texted uh, my dad and my brother, and I go, you know what? I think I'm a college football guy now, like, over the NFL. And I go, because I'm not, every close play on defense, like, I'm just sitting there, like, waiting for the flag, because, like, now I'm programmed. Like, I'm waiting for the flag of whatever, you know, the defensive guy did wrong. Completely agree with you. And there was none of that. There was no roughing the passer. There was no holding. I'm like, this is is great. Like, let the players on the field decide. Imagine that. And I'm like, College refs are completely programmed differently than NFL refs. Like, absolutely. Because of just how they want the game to be played, the different powers that be. And I, I thought it was just such a well refereed game where we were watching the guys on the field deliver the results. Yes. And they were making and the there decisions was, And the if game. there was a foul, then they called a foul. You know, there's still fouls in the game, but. Every single pass deflection or pass downfield does not need to be PI. No. And we didn't see that yesterday. And it was fucking awesome.
1: I completely agree. I think you and I are from the same position as sports fans, but specifically football fans, is when we allow, when referees allow the decision of the game to be made by the players. Mm We are all for it.
0: It made the experience of watching it so much better because, like you said, the game was nine to six. So let's dive into the teeth of that. I mean, Georgia's performance was a complete 180 from the SEC championship. Like, they came out different blitz packages, a lot of man to man, a lot of different looks that Bryce Young hadn't seen. Yeah. And they were getting to him early. And almost had a fumble return for a touchdown, like the first play of the game or something. I go, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, it was a second Um, play where it was a you know they called it incomplete, which I I agreed with. Um, But it was like that back and forth, like big hitting Robinson, the running back for Alabama, was you know he's a that guy's an absolute load. Reminds you of not quite the level of Derrick Henry, but same type of build where one on one he's probably gonna get you know three extra yards on you. Yes. but no, I thought just how the game played out, you could feel, you know, Alabama had a lot of confidence throughout the first half and into the third quarter of like we're playing our game and you know, we're and Alabama's defensive mindset was we're gonna make Stetson Bennett beat us. And at the beginning of the game I'm going, This dude stinks. Like he is he's fumbling the ball unprovoked, he's getting sacked back there. I'm like, if it's on him, then Alabama's gonna win this game pretty handedly. Yes.
1: I mean, so funny, because we're just starting, we're kind of talking about, how, you know, the ebbs and flow of the game, yeah, if you will. Right. And it's funny, because I, I watched the game by myself yesterday, I didn't go anywhere, I was just chilling. Same. Dialed in. Maybe we should have gotten into it, <laughs> yeah. maybe we'd gotten together. We were locked. <laughs> we were locked into the game. Right. And, you know, sometimes, I, you know, I'll be honest, I prefer that sometimes. Because yeah. I'm just, totally. I'm watching what's happening. And <laughs> I watched the coin flip. And this is how early on in the game I was at. I watched the coin flip, and right when the coin flip happened and Georgia won the coin flip, I immediately said to myself, Georgia's winning this football game. And and I've never done that in Hmm. my life, ever. Have I ever said a team is winning based off of.
0: Well, let me ask you this because I noticed something in the coin flip too. Was it because you saw the intensity of the dude's face on Georgia? 17? No. I, okay. I think I saw that. Really? I like, that dude's ready to go. For me,
1: it was more just like, I don't know. It's just, I wanted them to win, so mm-hmm. I was already leaning towards Georgia winning. But for how well their defense has, has and you and I had talked about it, how well their defense has been playing, I knew that they were going to put a fight with Alabama. And once they won the coin toss, my first instinct was, whether they're down before the half, they get the ball back. Mm-hmm. Right. And
0: I think that's huge.
1: Exactly. And get, you know, like, game analytics out of my mind. It's just, I think them getting the ball at halftime, whether they're down or up, they're winning the game. And that's just how I saw it. And I go, I sat there and I go, i are going to fucking win this thing. And, okay. I mean, it, yeah. it played so, out that way. It did. Which <laughs> we'll
0: dive into how that happened. Because, like, like I said, uh, Alabama's defense is playing phenomenal all yeah. game long. They were putting forth their own blitz packages, and they looked great out there. Uh, a huge factor for Alabama, too, that has to be mentioned, they were out. Their uh, top two receivers were out, which changed the game, and one of them got hurt in the game. Yep. So that changed a lot of things on offense, too, because Jameson Williams was, I mean, he, he was going to have a game for sure. You could of tell, course. like, he was the main uh, target for them. But. Georgia was struggling offensively. I mean, it was no secret that like every point mattered and every possession mattered. Yes. Yes, I And agree with that's that. how, you know, that 9 to 6 kind of game was flowing, but the turning point I thought of the game was when uh, Georgia had the ball like third down and I don't remember the score, but it was it was still close. It was, it was either tied or Georgia was winning. Yes. And uh, ben had rolled out to the right And was getting In the process of getting sacked And then you know He went to Try to throw it away And then Just the way that He was getting sacked He It was a fumble like, Yes It turned out to be a fumble And then You know The dude on Alabama Just happened to pick it up Which is You know Football IQ 101 You always pick up the ball No That's matter right. what And
1: Scoop and score Literally
0: he was Just in the right place At the right time Had no Thought process of like This might be a fumble He's just like I'll pick it up, but he thought for sure it was incomplete. Turned out they reviewed it; it was a fumble. Then Alabama scores on mm-hmm. I think it was through the third or fourth to the tight end, a little pass over the middle. So then they take the lead. It was like fifteen six, I think. Let's yeah. Pu- let's say it was that score, and I'm going at that point. I go now. It's Alabama's game because now Georgia's forced to score a touchdown, and this quarterback is either gonna. Shit the bed shit the bed, or he has to make a decision right now. But in my head, I'm like, based on what I've seen so far, he's got nothing. I mean, what's he gonna do that Alabama's defense isn't ready for? I think I I'm i I'm thinking their athletes are better than him coming back out. But what did he do on the next possession? Just hurls the ball all yeah. over the field. It was almost like, fuck that. Like, I'm not being responsible for this. And, you know, it was that 60 yard touchdown on the free playout with the offsides put them right back into the game, momentum wise, confidence wise. And it was such a uh, just massive moment in that game.
1: Well, I think to that point, because it's funny, as you're saying it, I'm like, oh, fuck, I now I remember that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. To that point, I think just Georgian and themselves and just the. The ability for coaches to just keep the players focused. Like, again, mm-hmm. you're talking about the, I, the thing, you know, the things that happen and I'm talking, I'm, I'm going like, well, let's go a step deeper for that. Cause yeah. you and I are, that's how I, you and I think is mm-hmm. the fact that he was able to respond and say, I'm not letting this fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to play my game and we're going to get through this. And he looked composed and that, I mean, <sighs> That's all you can care about, right, Mm -hmm. is are you going to give up or are you going to start fighting for this? And that's what, again, like you said, the intensity off the coin flip. Like, I think that's what George's mindset was going into this game, was no matter what comes at us, no matter what affects us, as long as we play our game, Mm -hmm. we will do this. And let's float it back to Alabama versus Cincinnati, right? We talked about it last week. Alabama was was dictating the play of game. Right. And that allowed Alabama to win. And Cincinnati to look like yeah, we suck. We should not be here. Right. And that when George last night with Georgia, they were able to stay committed, play their game, have their pace, no matter what came into their position and their guys were able to make plays. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all you
0: can ask for, right? Yeah. And I and so in that turning point of that long touchdown pass which is huge cuz you know the quarterback's confidence is back even Hell though he made yeah, that man. huge mistake that ended in Alabama touchdown it's like okay clean slate there then they stopped him on defense and then you know having that momentum carry that through the air by the way that, yeah. the fact that it wasn't a rushing touchdown made it so much bigger i think because it completely reset everything of yes, that was what I was going on in the agree. field so then the next uh, time Georgia got the ball, they got that 60, like, four yard run from their, their speed threat guy, which was like twice the length that Alabama had given up of a, a run all year or something like that. Um, and, you know, all the momentum was now on Georgia's side after, you know, such a huge play for yeah. Alabama, which is another reason we love this game is the back and forth of this is like, shit, what's going to happen now? And the power running of Georgia from that moment on, like they just played so true to their identity. And then, you know, you're bringing in guys like 99 and 88. They have the biggest dudes I've ever it's seen. So There's so like cool. three of them. It's like Chicago that we used to run. Yeah, <laughs> But just like the prototype Chicago bodies of just these three lead blockers. So the, they had the ball in like the two-yard line, and they bring all these guys in. And I go, I mean, they're scoring. Like who's going to get in front of these dudes? I I mean, it could happen somehow, like schematically, but just man to man, body on body. Georgia is bigger than these dudes. Yes. And the first play, they Which just run for, right in.
1: For Alabama, is hard because nine times yeah. out of ten. They're the biggest guys. Alabama's field, yeah. like, wow, that's. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? You know, yeah. they're the biggest guys on
0: the field. Right. Yeah. And so. It- <laughs> I mean, just having those weapons on Georgia's side when you're in that spot to get inside the five, it's it's tough when you're a defense to stop that.
1: Well, also to that point, too, as, as a team, right, if I'm seeing, you know, we're running the ball, we're moving the ball, we have confidence in our guys, as a coaching staff, you start going, maybe we can run this. Mm-hmm. You know, let's try this out. I know we did it a little bit this week, but let's try it. And then who knows, like that 64-yard run, that totally could have been like a Hey, let's try and run this. They may, you know, we've never run it before, but fuck it, let's let's add the wrinkle because
0: in. of the pass opening it up. It had to have at least opened that idea up. Um, exactly, since we just had a successful, you know, play action pass yeah. down field. Let's try this zigzag counter play, yeah. and it worked. And you know, the game continues. Georgia now has the momentum, and the defense played great. They never both lost sides it. played great.
1: They no- I don't think Georgia ever lost that.
0: Yeah, which is huge because that fumble could have changed everything. Oh, yeah. It could have been the Alabama show from there on out because, you know, they're going to step on your neck if you let them. Oh, yeah. So the fact that Georgia came back and was like, no, fuck that, like we're still in this, it said a lot about them as a team and why they've been successful all year. Um, But, you know, Alabama still had a chance to tie it there at the end and they were putting together a drive and then the pick six ends everything. He could have went down. (laughs) But he goes for the pick six and gets it, which I absolutely loved. And you can you can see in the you know, highlights and stuff that people post when he gets the pick, the Georgia coach is jumping, get down, get down and he just whip right down the sideline. And that was the the sealer for Georgia to win the the natty, but I mean just a phenomenal game. Credit to Georgia for responding after getting their ass whooped in the SEC championship. Yes hell of a year for Georgia the state of Georgia all together with the Braves and now uh Georgia football so that's like one in a million I again I was thinking like can you imagine if the Cubs and Notre Dame won in the same year I'd like I think I'd die on the spot I think the whole
1: (laughs) I think the the whole state would implode
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's like that just does not happen but Just in a phenomenal way to end the college season as a whole. I agree. And to have somebody, a new face, win it all. It's been been 30 years since they won it. You know, everybody gets tired of the good teams. So, uh, you know, respect Alabama for winning all the championships. But I'm always rooting against them because I'm tired of watching the same thing. It's like rooting against the Warriors. It's like rooting against the Yankees. It's the same shit.
1: I saw something online that said, when Alabama loses, America wins. I just started... (laughs) You know, it's just, it's true. I think we, last night's game was, I think, as football fans, was a game that we expect and we want at every game we watch. And the fact that we got to see it in the light of a college championship, it just it adds, it's icing on the cake at that point. And, and it,
0: that's, when, when number one's going against number two, like, that's what you want. Like, two yeah. teams that could easily, like, the game could go this way, the game could go that way. And we saw that. It's up to those teams to you know, find that crease that's going to be the path to victory.
1: All right. So just, you know, college football championship, Georgia Alabama. Congrats Georgia Alabama. You know, great season as well. But let's really get into it. Shit. Let's get into Whew. the game to me was the game of the NFL this weekend.
0: Oh, I I think it's a game of maybe like the last 10 years. I I never have seen a game like that.
1: So I will say this and I think I may have text may have texted you this during or after the game was Sunday's game between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Las Vegas Raiders was to me did, yeah. yeah, to me it was the best game this season that I have seen. I mean, we get extra weeks of football this year mm-hmm. and that was the best game I had seen all season. So I mean, I don't even know where to start. I, <laughs> I know I, it's just. It's... I'll uh, let me start with this. Yeah. Just, just let me start with this. It was something. <laughs> I'm. I am not. I. I can't root for the Raiders. I can't. Right. Just. I can't. But that's a good place to start too. <laughs> my, my favorite player on the Raiders right now, and honestly, probably one of my favorite players in the NFL, is Max Crosby. The way. Oh my god!
0: I was I was just. <laughs> focused. I'm so happy you said that. I saw you post about it, and I forgot though until this moment. Just, I've,
1: I was fixated on him How the could whole you not be? game, and the reason why is, one is just if you don't know Max Crosby, he's a defensive end for the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, uh, you gotta watch that dude play, and he is unbelievable. And if you know his backstory, he's gone through drug and alcohol abuse. He's able. To, the organization actually took it upon themselves to say, you need to get help and we will wait for you to do this. And the fact that just that, that story is constant through the NFL, but with Max Crosby, it just, from what I've read, the things that he's gone through, it just, it elevates my respect for him. Mm -hmm. And the fact, the way he played on Sunday was possessed. This is, I am, I am giving you the Raiders,
0: my life. He gave seventy-four the business all game long. I literally at one point I'm like, is anyone blocking him? He is in every, every single, single play. play. Every single play. I completely agree. And, and then the stat came up where it was like he's he's it's like forty six snaps and he's hurried him like eight times. I'm like, that is bullshit. He's hurried him like every twenty seven times. Yeah. I'm and like he literally he must have twenty seven tackles. This guy's unbelievable.
1: Again, I, I don't want to get... He made t- so many plays. Exactly, and I don't want to get too deep into that. Yeah, but just right. the fact is, is to me, if I'm looking at an MVP of the game, Max Crosby's name is there. And it's
0: there, but let's dive into some other shit, Yeah, yeah. Can, 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 whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, so... Yeah. I just wanted to start Come with in, that yeah. because... Let it, me, it, yeah, let me circle it back, but... There we go. Circle the back. wagons. Bring Brian, bring a polar bear back in. You know, <laughs> reel him in. Before the game starts, you always are like, the Chargers are the better team. On paper, they're the more explosive team. Yes. They have a better offense. This is their time to shine. I'm always, like, every every Charger team, it seems like. This it, is their it, game it to appears, win. Right. It appears like they are the better team on paper. They yes. already beat the Raiders once. It's like, they're the better team. Like, And they've played a lot of good teams and beaten them.
1: Yeah, to prepare them for this moment.
0: So, the way the game started was the complete opposite of that, of course, because that's how the Chargers roll. And I'm going, this is just unbelievable. Bullshit. First of all, I allowed myself, because at the beginning you said, you cannot root for the Raiders. That was the stance I took at the beginning. I go, yes. I can't root for the Raiders, so I will root for the Chargers today. Yes. Today is the day where I'm back in. Beat the Raiders... On the road, love it. Yes. Okay? So, I'm you know, I still have friends who are Charger fans, too. So, I'm like, all right. No, of course. I'm in. Fuck it. It's Sunday night football. I'm eating pizza. Let's do this. So, you know, they go Pepper down. Pepperoni or cheese? They go. <laughs> it was a lot of shit. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> It was like the Hammer's it. Deluxe. Shout out to <laughs> Hammer's Pizza and that's news. <laughs>
1: there we go. I like to hear that. There we go.
0: Um, but they go down 10-0 immediately. Tons of mistakes. Getting nothing done offensively. They go for it. That's another thing. I mean, what do you? What's your take on Brandon Staley going for it on the fourth down all the time, no matter where he's at in the field? Mm. Never seen it. But it's like he he is like playing Madden. <laughs> he to, is, me, he's playing to me, is the guy to me. If you
1: life. to me, this is how it goes. To me, I think going for it in fourth down is. I'm all for it. We should never have to punt. Is it? Is really like. If you really want to know where my stance is, we should never have to punt. Ever. And if we do, you're if you are 15 and 4, you have to punt it. But if you are 2 and 4, go for it. You know, I don't to me it doesn't really matter, but what matters is is do you have confidence in your guys to get that first down? Okay. But That's that's how I see it. That's, I,
0: I and I like that. Yeah. But they did not get it on they went for it on their no, own 18 like, yard line, which to me, look, I love. I'm the same way. I love the aggressiveness of it. Like I'm not just gonna be the the generic like, oh, you gotta on it. Um, I like that he goes for it a lot, but there are limitations to going for
1: it. I completely <laughs> agree. You have to understand.
0: In a game like that, you cannot. It, let's say you don't get it. You know, and I don't care how confident you are. There's still the possibility you don't get it. I, I agree with that. They're a professional football team too, so in a game like that, where if you win, you're in. If you lose, you're out. I don't think you can uh you can risk it giving away free points. Like if you don't get it, that's automatically three points.
1: Understand the variables, but you also need to understand right. the risk.
0: Like it's like a thirty yard field goal. Like he's gonna make that. Yeah, no a, shit. In, unless you have a really spectacular now, block.
1: Now it goes back because I also say this as well, is points are the points on the board are worth more than a first down. Right. And and that's and I'm contradicting what I said, right? Like go for it on fourth. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you. In certain situations, if you, if you are guaranteed points, get the fucking points whether it's 3 or 6. Get the points here, man.
0: And if I mean, but I'm talking they're on their own 18-yard line in the early first half. I've look, have, I like the aggressiveness. I do, but I think you punt it away. Like, even if you get the first there, you're on, like, the 21-yard line. What if you go, you can throw three incomplete passes, now it's fourth and ten, you punt anyway. So it's not that yeah. much difference. But if you don't get it and you're on your own 18, I think it's a little far. So, anyway, that's my viewpoint on that. They went for it, didn't Boom. get it. <laughs> Raiders got three points. Um, But, look, basically, Dude. it's exactly like every Charger game. It's Isn't it insane? That the Chargers are always the same type of fucking team, no matter who's out there, they're always behind, and they have to do all this magical shit to get back into it. This is and what that's I what we fucking, fucking saw. saw.
1: <laughs> this is what it is. It is bananas. It's the Spanos curse. It is. It,
0: it is the Spanos curse.
1: It is the Spanos curse. Uh, and you know what? I'm happy it happened this way. <laughs> um, I'm. I was a little pissed off, to be honest. I'm really, I'm dude. <laughs> I'll, I was I'll go all into why. Yeah, but... I mean, going just it made for better football. Like, holy fuck! Like, what? Well, let's get into like happening. before we break down the end. Go ahead. Um, so he's my look. Let's put it. Let's just preface <laughs> this. If you've been listening to us for a full season, <laughs> the peanut is, restores order. He restores order, but also direct he's focus. The, he is the. He is the. Play by play guy, and I'm John Madden. I'm just, I'm drawn all over, you (laughs) know, Pat Summerall and John Madden. (laughs) Madden. This is, this may be it. This is what we need to do. And, you know, you are the, let's reel it in. Let's 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 reel it it in, John. Let's reel it in. And
0: I'm going, we gotta see it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So, if you watch the game. (laughs) It's impossible to break down everything that happened in that game because there's so yeah. many things yeah, that were so just insane about it. On. Including the fact that if that game ended in a tie, both teams would get in. And I'm going, like, okay, well, there's absolutely no way, At the beginning of the game, there's absolutely no way that happens. And at the end of the game, it was like a step away from happening. But before we get there, so the Chargers do their thing where the Raiders have pretty much played like a great game and the Chargers have fumbled a punt you know yeah got uh turnover on downs their own 20 yard line nothing going offensively and you're going well shit the chargers aren't gonna do it again and like they just blew it basically like they played a bad game and that's a shame because they are they're a good team with good players you know drop passes Keenan Allen was dropping passes. I'm going this shit's just not happening um but as the chargers magically do they f-
1: find a way to they get back.
0: Find a way to come back in it. Literally, the game could have ended like fifteen different times. Yes,
1: I, I'm, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean.
0: So the first drive, of getting back into the game, they're down, I don't know, fifteen or sixteen, and there's like four fourth downs, and they convert it every time. Yes. I'm going. This is just insane. And Herbert drives them down. this score. So they're down nine at this point, and I'm going, once again, Brandon Staley is just a mad scientist down there. I'm going, he can't go for two. Like, he can't go for two. Oh, he's going to. And I see the offense out there, and I'm just like, what is wrong with this guy? Like, if you don't get it, you're down nine. And then you need the ball two more times within two. It's like the game's over. Like, yep. you can't possibly get the ball back twice under a minute unless – Miraculous on-site kicks. Like you're just you're forcing that to happen if yes. you don't get this. So they line up there, I'm just that's in my head, and I'm going, hey, What the fuck's wrong with this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like why can't you just kick this your point and then try to score again and then you the two point conversion, it comes down to that. What's wrong with that? Why can't we live this way? <laughs> why do you have to do this? And they get it after he, like, searches the entire field, and oh, then yeah. there's some guy. He's running around, like, like, where do I go? I'm like, okay, so they get it, and, like, now I'm the asshole for being wrong about it? Like, okay, wow. I disagree. I agree with that. And then, again, the next drive was even more ridiculous. I'm going at least, like, seven times. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm out of the, this watch party. Like, I'm going home. And then they convert. And there's a holding on fourth down. It was, like, they converted, like, seven times.
1: Yeah, I think I think every time they were going for it on fourth down, I'm going...
0: This is it. This is over. it out. Uh,
1: this game is going to end like this, a classic Chargers. I mean, it, very reminiscent of a Philip Rivers just tucking yeah. it up going. Yeah.
0: Is <laughs> it going to get caught? We've seen it a, a million, million times. times. A million times. I mean, times.
1: and you know what and it never works out for us credit to the chargers to make every fourth down i mean credit to justin herbert and and that's what i was going to say is you know maybe going forward on fourth down is a mindset for justin Her- herbert and saying hey i can get this I, we can get the first it's building that confidence yeah. right like because imagine let's think about it let's just real quick right like I'm going out there, it's fourth down, We've, we haven't really tried for a fourth down before, we gotta get it, we gotta get it, and we're, you know, we're just puckered enough to where, oh, and <laughs> something happens, right? We false start, holding, and now we're even fucked, right? I guess just maybe it's building that confidence in the guys saying, hey, when we get to a fourth, I'm trusting you guys potentially, to get the first down. Potentially that did help. Yeah. Again, yes, and Justin Herbert was able to convert on those items and say, I'm gonna get us there, boys. Don't you worry.
0: He is a phenomenal player.
1: I will agree with that. I was. I think I may have said last week that I was a little, I was a little uneasy about Justin Herbert. I, 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 I will say he played I, his ass off. I, I will. I agree with that. And that I've, I will say this. Just quick segues. I don't think the Chargers know how to build around him properly, for him to be extremely successful. Until the Chargers know how to do that. They're like, going to, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm yeah. just saying like, but that's what I'm saying. That's where my mindset is with him is I see him as an exceptional football player, but the organization he's with <laughs> is going to, is going to fuck well, him.
0: That's the Philip Rivers experience. Yeah. But, Sorry, um, just
1: quick jump into right, that. Right? No, but, I like that. But he did take control. He and took he, control. He had yes. a
0: phenomenal game. There's a lot to be excited about if you're a Charger fan. Um, but the way the game ended was the most bananas oh part of it. Gosh, yeah. As uh, the Chargers defense, like it was so upsetting. Dude, look, the third I, and 23 draw, and they got the first down the game, on him. I'm talking the literal last drive when the Raiders ended up kicking the field goal to win it. The Chargers defense, first of all, the Chargers offense had been out there for like 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, they had gotten the ball, like, repeat, So, like, you can't be tired. There's just no way. Like, no. you've been waiting to go out there and play. Um, So, they give up, like, a 20-yard pass. Yep. And then, this is what everybody's talking about, though. There's They're on, like, the 44, and they run it for, like, a loss of one.
1: Yeah, and I think there's, like, 30 seconds there's,
0: left. It turned out to be. So, there's, like, a minute, and it's trickling down, and, like, Chargers don't call a timeout. And now it's, like... You know, Al Michaels and Collinsworth are in the booth going, like, are they just going to kind of run out the clock? Because if they run out the clock, then they're in the playoffs. Yes. So I'm thinking now, I'm like, it honestly might be going that way. Whereas, like, if they don't call a timeout, it's going to just, like, hey. Two guys are in. We're in. But then the Chargers call a timeout. So I want to ask you, like, what is your viewpoint on that timeout that is being talked about and what like
1: I don't really know how to I'll be honest like I didn't hmm, I haven't really thought about it and I think just like calling the timeout. what I don't know what are your steps right like he's a it's a rookie coach like are mm-hmm. you going with all the coaches like hey are we calling a timeout it, out here are yeah. we not like how do
0: we want to run this? Are we what are we doing here, boys? And like, to me, I was I thought it was a massive mistake. Because first of all, it reset everything that was going on in the moment. That, so everyone gets a chance to center their mind and be like, okay, now like I'm talking the Raiders side of like, what do we want to do here? We're in full control of the situation. That's And that's when the timeout happened, I'm like, the Raiders are gonna understand now, like fully, that we can try to win this game and if we don't then we'll still tie anyway and like we don't have to stop right here like we can see what happens like we don't have to do that and what what and the problem is if it was kind of a game of chicken honestly and the chargers lost because if they had just let it go then you're forcing the raiders to make a decision as the play clock's running down yes and then if they call a timeout so be it so but if they don't then you're already in that like okay we might like just take a knee here well and
1: that's what I'm I, I was get trying to like kind of come up with was it was I agree with you it was a bad move mm-hmm. but I think look at him kind of put yourself in his position right you're in a oh I think he panicked yeah exactly like you're asking like boys what are we doing here mm-hmm. what do we think we should do Should we call time out call a timeout oh should we keep it you know and, and he just he called the timeout. I mean, <laughs> especially this season. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of shit that just hasn't gone the Chargers way, which, again, is a Spanos curse. But
0: So, they do go in the timeout, and I'm still thinking, they're going to run the ball, though, because it's the same situation of it's a pretty long field goal right now. You don't want to put the ball in the air, give the Chargers the ball, then you potentially lose the game. Exactly. And then everything flips that way. So, like, they're still going to run the ball. So, I'm think- I'm like, well, that should be what the Chargers are talking about in the huddle, like. They're going to run, run the ball, the ball because and kill time. They're going to just see what happens, basically. Yeah. And this is why the Chargers are the Chargers. <laughs> like we, You know they're running the ball. There's 38 seconds left. If you stop them, then they're not going to do shit. Because yeah. it's like, well, we're in anyway. It didn't work out. We're not going to attempt a 58-yarder because we don't want to get it blocked and they run it back. We're not going to do that, so we'll just call it even. And we'll see you fuckers later. Yeah, there you go. But what happened? They run the ball. Of and they give up 12 yards. Now it's like, they're for sure in field goal range. And I'm like, isn't that a bitch? The fucking <laughs> Chargers, of course. Like, now it's over. Like, this kicker is a, a great kicker. Like, he might miss it. But, one, that doesn't happen to the Chargers. Like, dude's always going to make it. And, two, it's right in his wheelhouse. And you knew... That the run was coming and you couldn't stop it.
1: Well, and that's what I was like, I said earlier is they had a, the Raiders ran a draw play. It was third and 23, mm-hmm. third and 24. Yeah. They ran a draw play. Mind you, their center fucking played exceptional great, on great, the play. Yeah, it was a great play. And they got, I think it was within the one. It's like, yeah, we're going for it.
0: No, they got it. Oh, the, they, they reviewed going, it and got it. That's
1: right. And if you watch how the defense played that play, Passers. they played it passive like no they're throwing the ball here boys mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> and to your point in the end of the game it's like they gained 12 13 yards off
0: of a play that you kn- they have to kill the clock right they have to kill the someone clock. has to make a play like it, it should have been like 10 in the box and fuck yeah down. it's like everyone knows you're running the ball there can't be a hole. Why would I throw the ball? Yeah. Why, so, as a, a, On an offensive side,
1: why would I throw the ball and just be like, well, there's a timeout.
0: The Raiders ran a passive play. It wasn't like no, they were being aggressive. It no. was like, we're just going to do this and see what happens. And like if it goes well, then we'll kick it. And it went well. Kicked it. They win. Chargers lose. And it's just another chapter in the Chargers playoff Spanos shit. There we go. But going from the Chargers Raiders <laughs> game, which ended up with the Raiders winning, then they're in the playoffs. Now the playoff picture is set. There we go. And starting with Saturday, those same Raiders travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Quick breakdown here. That's what we're gonna do here. We give a quick little breakdown, give our picks, and you know we'll see if how we do. But I think we go undefeated because we know what the fuck we're talking That's about. That's fucking right. Uh, but we'll probably have different picks at some point. So oh, one of, of us will well, go if mean, one of us won't. You know. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. <laughs> but in this game, I am going to take the Raiders.
1: Oh, nice! You're which is the same a little,
0: team. a little upset pick right there. They're five and a half point dogs right now. But my thought process here is, Raiders have had an unreal season of adversity, rising above it, whatever. Uh, I think they're a little hot right now as well, going from that Charger game. they won a lot of those games this year, by the way. Just uh, they have. Insane overtime bananas games. Um, you know, you got Joe Burrow back there, rookie QB in the playoffs, which it is also Derek Carr's first time out there. I, I'm going with the hot team, though. That's kind of where my head's at. I know the Bengals have a lot of talent on their team, and I, I love their offense. But... I think it is going to be a close game and a lot of feeling out early on between two similarly based offenses. Yep. And I'm going to take the gritty veteran and the Raiders to get the playoff road victory.
1: I agree with you. I'm taking the Raiders and I am taking the Raiders. One, I one totally agree with you. The whole the hot hand, mm-hmm. you know, strike while they strike while the iron's hot and I think the Raiders right now based off of their game on Sunday I mean, they can, in their minds, they're winning the Super Bowl, you right. know? Right. Now, number two, follow up with that, is to me, just the way that the Raiders' defense played, I thought they played extremely well. Hey, you know, they were, Chargers were able to come back, but you know what? You, to me, I thought yeah. the Raiders' defense controlled a lot of that game. Agreed. And just, it got, I mean, the Chargers were on the field for a while, you know, like, just, that's it. And honestly, Max Crosby. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, he's my well, boy, if man. If he can get to Joe Burrow, then it changes everything. Exactly. And if, if Burrow gets comfortable, then that changes everything. And I so. think
1: the way that Max played on Sunday gave him the opportunity to say, like, I can go up against anybody in the league and do very well. So, yeah. that's my position. So, we're both on the Raiders okay, for the first the game. That's kind of cool.
0: The next game that day is a great one. Patriots at Bills. Which is awesome that they're uh, matching up in the wild card round. Yeah. Because, throw everything out of the window. The divisional foes. Patriots have dominated the Bills forever. It's in Buffalo. The play is going to have to be insane. Oh like, yeah. I don't know if this is ever. A lot of
1: blue and red happened. flying around.
0: I don't know when they have ever matched up in the playoffs or if it's ever happened. Yeah. But, I mean, what an awesome game to uh, watch and just like that rivalry dynamic. But an interesting pick. For sure, because the Bills are the favorite, but the Patriots' lineage and Bill Belichick is a tough thing to bet against. I'm going Bills, however. And a lot of that's because I don't like the Patriots. Oh, <laughs> but, man. Um, you're at home, and this is weather permitting. If it's going to be the, the game of the 20-mile-an-hour wind like we saw earlier where the Patriots ran the ball like every play and won, then... Yep. I'll switch it to patriots but let's say it's a moderate you know nice like five degree day in buffalo then it's <laughs> it's i'm taking the bills i think josh allen with that environment and that defense step to the plate and put the patriots behind early and that's the key to getting mac jones out of his this is how you win a football game uh mode because if if the bills can get ahead and you force Mac Jones to beat you, completely different game. But if you're going to be in this back-and-forth struggle, then that it's a lot of uh, more opportunity for Mac Jones and the running backs to get going, and then the defense is getting going. But I think it is going to be close. So I I need the Bills to come out early and hot, but if they do, then it could be a bad day for to, to be a New England Patriot.
1: Funny enough, we're going two for two. I'm taking the Bills. Again, I'm a bastardized Bill fan. <laughs> But, you know, I want to see the Bills take down the scuba suit, Mac Jones. And I... The reason I'm picking the Bills, and this was actually, when I was looking at this, this was actually these games setting up. This was the hardest game for me to pick because I love Bill Belichick. I really do. And just, you know how he is in these type of games. He's got that Belichick magic if you will and but what that with that being said I think everything that you said is exactly kind of how I I've envisioned this game going on I believe that the Bills need to come out early I think they need to stay on the gas Mm -hmm. and I really think their defense needs to step up and nut up and say we're taking on the Patriots we're taking down Mac Jones we have to get him out of his rhythm for us to succeed and I think the Bills can do that what I really think needs to happen and for the Bills to win is they need to be versatile on offense and not rely a lot on uh, Josh Allen. That you well, got yeah.
0: and that's what we. And as I, as we're talking about, I'm getting a little nervous about it. That's, because yes, <laughs> literally last week they're playing the Jets and it's like 13 to 10 Bills. I'm going, are they really going to entertain the Jets? So that concerns me a lot because they don't have a running attack. Really. And he's, teams he's know played, that. He's played better, but I don't think he's going to play well versus the Patriots. Like, no. Patriots D versus Singletary Moss, Patriots D all day. So it will depend on Josh Allen through the year. Um, if they can find some type of success on the ground, though, like some type. You don't need to have... I mean, if they do have a crazy game, then obviously Bills win because that is not how they play. Yes. But the key to the Bills <laughs> pick here is the early scoring for the Bills. Yeah, If they I can get that. up early then it's going to be the Bills' day. If it's going to be an absolute war, then you're in a war with Belichick, and history will be repeated. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this will be pretty short. I mean, Eagles-Bucks, I think, is a formality. Oh, I... The no. Bucks... <laughs> what do you got? I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't like the Eagles at all, really. Uh no, I agree I like you. Jalen Hurts as an athlete, but, again, with a guy like him, he kind of is similar to Mac Jones, where... He's not going to beat you if you're ahead by a lot. You're facing the GOAT, Tom Brady. Just won a Super Bowl, first round. The only chance the Eagles have is overconfidence of the Bucks, but Brady's been there enough to know how to not do that.
1: Bucks by a lot. I think I've taken the Bucks as well, but with these... Conditions. Mike <laughs> Evans has to play his ass off because, and I'll, I'll say this, I think the Bucks with Antonio Brown is a better team. Oh, for sure. And relying a lot on Mike Evans. I think Mike Evans is an okay wide receiver. I think having Antonio Brown on the opposite side allowed Mike Evans to be a better wide receiver.
0: Well, and Chris Godwin, too. Yeah,
1: and I think just... I'm, I'm focusing a lot on Mike Evans because I, Mike Evans, to the Bucks, I think is their top wide receiver, which I don't know why. I don't think he's that good. But I think those... Brady and Mike Evans need... To link up a lot, this game to be successful, whether that's not whether they're not successful, it's not to me. It's not changing my my decision. Yeah. The Bucks are gonna win. Yeah, and uh, said it meant it, and you know I <laughs> I I think the Bucks defense just needs to play the game right, understand what's going on, and stay focused, and I think they're going to win. Yeah. So.
0: They're the better team. It's like they come out and play the game, they win. If they come out and do some bullshit, then that's when the Eagles have a chance. Yeah, but and I really want to see... I don't see it.
1: I want to see Leonard Fournette do really well, so that's where I'm at with that.
0: Uh, my favorite game of the whole... Well, one of my favorite games of the whole slate is 40, next game, 49ers mm-hmm. at Dallas, which is like a historic matchup, number one. First, yeah. kind of our lifetime I've seen these two teams face off, not, you know, the Steve Young, Joe Montana's versus Aikman and Staubach type stuff, but
1: this is history football. Yeah. Really. This is
0: two story franchises going toe to toe. Yeah. Uh why don't you pick first? Why don't you yeah uh, why am I always showing my hand? No problem, no problem.
1: <laughs> I'm this is really hard for me. And I'll I'm gonna say this. I'm making a decision in the podcast, but I'm my decision deserve the right. Yeah, my decision will change up until Sunday. Okay. It could change. Is that what you're saying? Yes, it could change. As of right now, I'm taking the Cowboys. Okay. And that is very hard for me to say because (laughs) I don't like the Cowboys. I've said that since we started this podcast last year in 2021 with talking about fucking hard knocks. I don't like the Cowboys. I don't. But they are a team right now that are very hot. I think they're finally playing well enough to beat the 49ers. Um, and I just, it's really hard for me to say yeah. that. It's it's, I, it's so hard. Now. I
0: First one we disagree on. I got the 49ers, but I do see this as being a very close game. Um, and well, again, I, not, I don't know. But that's what I see. I think 49ers and the NFC West, I think it's a great division this year. The NFC East is trash, except for the Cowboys. So that's kind of what leads... I mean, the 49ers just got their way into the playoffs by beating the Rams in L.A., um, which Which is was a close game. Yeah, totally. And, you know, they're not going to blow out the Cowboys by any means. But I love Debo Samuel. I think he's one of the most underrated, like, superstars in the NFL. And he does it. All. He must be just blazing fast. Because the <laughs> dude is just... He's scoring every which way. Um, I like the 49ers D as well, led by Mission Hills, uh, alum, Fred Warner, mm-hmm. shout out to him. But, um, I just, I don't know. I think Shanahan's been in a lot of situational playoff football as well. So is McCarthy, but yeah.
1: This is why I, I'm, I reserve yeah, no. my right yeah. is exactly what I, you're saying.
0: <laughs> but, um, I just, I don't know. I like the way the 49ers play. Like they're, they're never really out of it. They play with a lot of grit and... They don't force Garoppolo to do everything for them. They have a great O-line they of that um uh, with a rookie, Elijah Mitchell, um, Elijah Mitchell behind the, in the backfield. So, you know, it could be a rude awakening for the Cowboys and just like a classic, much like the Chargers, they get in the playoffs and they lose first round. Yeah. That's why I'm going Niners. Yeah,
1: from. and that's, again... Everybody yeah yeah you, we get I know, I know, i know i know i'm just saying <laughs> and another thing too is i i I really like the 49ers because of john lynch san diego local yeah. probably one of my favorite football players so again that's
0: yes your reserves are
1: right yeah so you <laughs> might get a different pick on sunday right so
0: um okay yeah. moving on uh the most unfortunate result of the raiders charging game was the fact this and bullshit. i you do this this we are forced bullshit. to watch the Steelers in the playoffs. Which, there's actually no worse team that's made the playoffs. We're Maybe forced, the Bears from last year.
1: We are forced to watch Ben Roethlisberger play another fucking game.
0: So bad. The that's Steel- what kills me. The Steelers' offense is awful. That so potato really, with legs this, is moving around. This, he sucks. This game, <laughs> this game has already been played this year, and the Chiefs won by a gazillion. So... Like what are the Steelers going to do any differently? I'll tell you this: they're going to change nothing on offense because they have no offense Ooh. Ooh. other than Najee Harris. So if you're the Chiefs and I'm the DC, I'm putting eleven in the box and saying, "Throw it, chase Claypool, throw it more than ten yards, Ben," and he can't. So Chiefs by a lot. Same thing, yeah. That's We're I didn't want to spend too much time. No, they they deserve
1: less <laughs> than a minute.
0: Last game on Monday which is nice. Cardinals at Rams, which, NFC West matchup, just a beautiful thing on a Monday. Keep Monday Night Football going, but, what do you got?
1: Oh, so, yeah. you're, a, you're a dick, Pat <laughs> um, I'm taking the Rams. And, the reason I'm taking the Rams is, uh, there's a lot of passion behind this one, but I really want to see Matthew Stafford succeed, and that is, is why I've picked the Rams. That's one of the reasons I've picked the Rams. I think their offense with and as we've kind of we've talked about, you know, season towards the tail end of season one, early into season two, we talked about how the Rams have finally started like, you know, they were getting their feet wet. Now they're starting, you know, they have that momentum of saying like, hey, we can we're working together here, guys. And right. I think that the 49ers game with the Rams was a very competitive game, like you know. At one point, it was tied up seventeen seventeen with the Rams and the Forty Nine ers. So just kind of going through that type of game with, you know, going into the playoffs. That's always a good a good thing to go into. And you know, I really like Matthew Stafford, and I I like Matthew Stafford and Odell. I love Van Jefferson and Matthew Stafford. I think they have a great running core. I like their mm-hmm. O line. Again, you got Von Miller. And you have um, Aaron Donald on defense, and again, Von Miller is—he's more of a guy finesse guy now. He's not a guy that you i will be honest, I'm not going to rely a lot on Von Miller, but just having those guys on your defensive front, and then you have, um, oh, who's their secondary guy? Uh, I can't Jalen remember. Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. I mean, you got—you have a lot yeah. of attributes there, and that's—that's that's what's pushing me for this. Again, it's—I'm making an emotional pick because I want to see Matthew Safford succeed. And that's why I'm taking the
0: okay. Rams. Okay. Uh, I like that. I like all of that. And I'm going to just touch on the other side. I am taking the Rams as well because the Cardinals are not the same team they were at the beginning of the year. Uh, they were a phenomenal. They peaked in about week eight. when they're, The best game they played this year was versus the Packers at home, which ended up in a loss on a pick on the you know one-yard line. Yep. And that was what I thought was going to push them – forward to be a better team however they have ran into a lot of injuries DeAndre Hopkins their main receiver out been out Kyler Murray has been out and he's returned has not been the same since he's so, playing hurt yeah in my mind you can mind. tell there's something he's just not comfortable back there he's not running as much and the Cardinals offense is suffering because of it because they were scoring at will in the beginning of the year which led to you know James Conner getting a lot of touches, James yes. Edmonds getting a lot of touches, and just a, is an an offense where defensively you're going shit, man. Who do we cover here? Whereas now there's a blueprint to how you beat the Cardinals, yeah. and it has been proven time and time again. Um, and you know when you limp into the playoffs and you lose the last week, I never liked that kind of team no. when they, you know, they were the one seed at one point. So undefeated there, there is that certain mental edge where you're like man we really were in a good spot at the beginning of the year now we're in the playoffs but like shit now we got to go to LA like that should have been our home game there is that side of it yeah and with the Rams winning the division there I don't I just don't see the Cardinals having the same type of hunger that the Rams do Rams are out there won the division we're you know we were built to win in the playoffs that's why we're all here Let's handle business. The Cardinals are like, you know, we could have been something much better than we are this year. Is DeAndre going to play? I don't know. Um, So, for that reason, I'm taking the Rams. So, shout out to them. Traders-Raiders game was bananas. Traders missed the playoffs. Dean Spano's curse. Yes?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think so. Best game of the season.
0: Best game of the season. If you missed it, go on YouTube and watch it because that shit was
1: crazy or just wait for nfl network because they'll replay it so.
0: <laughs> and the nfl playoffs are set starting this saturday we got two games saturday three games sunday one on monday so figure your shit three out. three days of football you figure better not miss it let's <laughs> yeah. put it that way it's gonna be a lot of great football being played this is the best of the best hopefully yeah. they're all great Somber moment for us just yeah how, how do you feel when we get to this part i of hate the year? it I but I mean, more. but it's also like we're getting to the Super Bowl, so it's great football.
1: Yeah, I want I want more exciting football. football. I right. want more. football. Well,
0: there's always more to be had. There agree. is,
1: but you know, um, but actually, quick, I think I don't know if I've asked you this. You know how picks for the NFL now are dictated off of you know your record, and the Jags have their first round pick again cause mm-hmm. they. Do you think that there should be to play for that first pick? You get the two worst teams, and they play for that first pick. <laughs> just oh, I would watch it. That'd be and, awesome, right? Add like kidding? another level yeah. of football. I just I don't know. I it's something
0: that would that's interesting.
1: You know who brought that up? And I'm, I'm is Mario Firo. Is Mario, that's Mario yeah. Firo? That thing. is a Mario Firo. And you know what? I ever since ever Shout whenever I think him. of a exactly. I mean, whenever I think of a season winding down, that is the very first person and the first thing I think of is. Why can't the NFL
0: just fucking do that? You I get love that. one more game of football, and you get to pick for your first pick. You should do that during like the, the Pro Bowl weekend. Or that's something exactly like that. what Mario said. Yeah. So it's be, just, that's hilarious. I had to shout that shout out, because it's him, a great yeah. story for that. And in our other episode that we're going to post, we went over Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace, head coach and GM of the Bears, fired. Brian Flores, head coach of the Dolphins, fired. Polar Bears pissed off about that. I'm elated about the bears restarting however ownership not a fan of and if you tune into the episode you'll know why in depth it ain't easy being a goddamn bears fan (laughs) i'll tell you that much um polar bear hey you know uh
1: just again as we always kind of sign off with if you will underscore sports banter is our instagram page that's where you will find mostly all of our content including our bio which we have our link tree which drops you to our blog drops you to our podcast location we're on apple spotify google we're all over we run the board if you will um so again just jump into that get interactive with our page again i always say this at the end of our podcast please if you have any items that you think we need to work on anything this this shit's only going to get better with you guys and with us working at it so Again, I know Rick and I appreciate, or Mr. Peanut and I appreciate it going into Season 2. So, again, just more stuff is to come. So, bear with us.
0: (laughs) For Season 2, Episode 3, Sports Banter. Out. Out!